Okay, we are finishing here Pere Gimel of Chavis Avavis. Last night we embarked on a, a shita, an opinion of the Chavis Avavis in terms of how a person should look for his profession. What should his vocation be? And if we say if it's up to him, most of the time it is like that. Sometimes a person is forced into a job, sometimes it falls into his lap. But if a person has to set his mind, what should he be doing? Chavis told us, he laid it out with two different points. Point number one was that a person has to see his physical makeup. What is it? What is it made for? What kind of labor is it made for? Is it made for hard, brute, physical labor? Or is, is his maker made more for their creativity, the intellectual capacity of his mind? It's not that one person is better than the other. It's just the person has to be honest with the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made him. Just like the Gemara Nida tells us that the, the Malach that is Mamuna Haleiroyen, the Malach that's in charge of conception, comes before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says, Tipazu, this future child, this Neshama that's about to go into this woman, how should I program it? Should I make it strong? Should I make it weak? It's all predetermined. Is he more as a very smart person, a wise person? Or he's a simple person. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it like that because Hashem has many, many things that has to happen in this world. And you, most of us think like, who, a farmer? Who would want to be a farmer? But uh, let's face it. If we wouldn't have any farmers in the world, we wouldn't eat. That's the way it is. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it. There are certain people that they like farming. That's the way that's, that's suitable for them, that's cut out for that. That's point number one. Point number two, the Chavah told the Zechidosh that every person is instilled with a certain inclination, a certain drive, a certain love for a particular type of area of work that suits well with his personality that he likes doing. Chavazavavah says, just like we find that the dog likes to chase the cat, the cat likes to chase the mouse, the mouse chases the elephant, etc., etc. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu instilled a certain teva, a certain nature into every creation, and certainly the highest of creation, the human being, to want to do certain things. And from thee he should see. And we'll, we'll continue here from Aladim Yenazeh. That every person has certain midas, character traits, personality traits that are more suitable for one profession over another, one business over another. If he finds within his nature that he finds that he is drawn towards a certain profession, a certain type of job, and it's also suitable, his physical makeup, his stamina, and he could certainly tolerate the workload, the person should go after that, and he should see it as the place where he's going to he should see it that this is who wants him to get his livelihood. The Yisbael Moska Umirirusa. Here he says a big chiddush, and this has to be explained. The Yisbael, and he should be patient and tolerate Moska, its sweetness, 
Umirirusa, and its bitterness. And a simple simple level it means the times when the job is 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 great and everything's going well and sort of the good parts of the job because every job has good parts and have, and has jobs that and has parts of every job that's uh, less desirable right so but a person knows this is his job if he knows this is his job so take example let's say a person wanted to be I love for argument some wild thing person wanted to be a roshkola yeah so there's the delightful part of the job, which is to learn, which is to to give shiurim, to to be to spend the day in a base medrash learning a shemstayra. Person would pay millions for that, right? Then there's the uh, even more delightful part of the job of raising money for the institution. Ah, so some may find that maybe one of the less desirable parts of the job. So the Chavazov is saying. But if that's the job that suits the personality and a person has a longing for it and a and a push for it, then take the Moscow Mirusa, take it all, take the whole picture. Take the sweet parts of it, the good parts of it, and the bitter parts of it. But he also means, as he says in the next line, take it when this profession is sweet and it's riding high, and take it also when the tide is low. Take it also when it's having... A, a, a low spill, but al yokuts, and he shouldn't just reject it. Kishi yemonim imena aterif, when the the earnings are being held back from him because I see them at certain times. Don't just say, "Well, this is not working. Let me find something else." Ach yivtach beleikim, he should trust in Hashem. Sheyaspik leitarfoi that Hashem will provide his teref, his livelihood. Kol yemei chayev. Now he goes into a, another point once a person is in the job and working. But here what Chavis Zavavis is essentially saying is that a person has to choose what he's cut out to do, what he likes doing, and understand that that is the vocation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has set up for this person. Now, it doesn't mean that a person could never change a profession, never change his job. Could be he chose wrong. Could be he tries something out and he says, you know what, he, he thought he likes this, he really doesn't like it. It's not suitable for his personality. He finds it miserable. Okay, so whether it's making a lot of money or not, he could change. He could change his job. But the question is, he says, you know, I like what I'm doing. I really enjoy it, but it's just it's only making a certain amount of money. I would like to make more money. I think I can make more money better than another job. Here, what the Chavos is really saying is, as Chazal already tells us, Chazal tells us in the Gemara Kedushin is, Ein ha'ashiris minu'umnis. Wealth or poverty doesn't come from a particular job. And we mentioned this point last, last night. And a question was asked, asked if, if the Nevada question was asked by one of our esteemed attendees. And the question is as follows. Let's face it. Someone who is, to quote the questionnaire, someone who is going to take a job as a garbage collector is certainly not going to make as much money as a dermatologist, right? Doctors make more money than people who are uh, cashiers in a supermarket. So what does the Chavis of Abbas mean? It's really a question of Chazal. Chazal say, riches doesn't come from the umnis, neither does poverty. It could come from anything. Hashem could, could shower a person with wealth no matter what he does. 
So how do we understand that? If a person, as we mentioned in the Chavos Avavos, that really a person should choose his profession not by the dollar amount that he would like to earn, but more so by what really is suitable for him. And the truth of the matter is, I wonder if you do a survey, most people are really not happy in their job. If they're making a lot of money, they enjoy making a lot of money. But are they happy in what they do? Do they enjoy the the job? Do they enjoy the work that they're doing? Oftentimes, it's not like that. But just to address this question, we have to look at two tshuvas from Moran Agoyin Ramesha Feinstein Zatzal. One is an Archaim Chelek Beis, Simit Kuf He's not addressing Parnosa per se. He's actually addressing the question. Doesn't say who asked it. It was the Chacham Echad who asked it. But the question was, is buying life insurance a contradiction? Or a chesaron, a lack of bitachin? Is buying life insurance a lack of bitachin? Does it show that the person doesn't trust that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could take care of him or his family? And that's why he's buying life insurance. So he needs an insurance policy or not. That was the question. So Ramesha, at the beginning of the tshuva, and at the end of the tshuva says, absolutely not. It's not a chesaron and bitachin. And ein b'zashum chesaron and bitachin b'ashem barach. But rather, you see the way a God looked at something. We look at life insurance as an insurance policy. You know, if chas v'shalom, God forbid, something happens that we don't want to even speak about, at least this could be protection, financial stability and protection for his family. That's the way we look at life insurance. That's not the way Ramesh looked at life insurance. He says, this is a business investment. No different than any other business investment that you can buy in now, buy low and, and earn high. You, in this case, you may not want to take the return of this investment. You may, you may want to cash out on it. But it's an investment. That's what it is. It's a business opportunity for a person. And therefore, it's no concern at all in terms of of bitachin. At the end of the tshuva, you know, he says that since Hashem has sort of instilled this type of uh, insurance policy in the world, and that could remain for a person and be bequeathed to his heirs, it's a good thing, even for righteous people, those who have complete bitokin on Hashem, it's still appropriate for them to indeed invest in a life insurance policy. It's not concerned at all, doesn't say you have to, but it's certainly it's an appropriate thing to do. But within that tshuva, Ramesha deals with the Gemara in the end of Kedushin, where Rav Nechunya says that I'm only going to, Rav Nechunya, I'm sorry, Rav Nechunya says, I'm only going to teach my son Torah. And Ramesha says, what's that, what does that mean? He says, you can't, say that it means that you don't have to have a parnosa. That's not just, just untrue. Everyone has to have a parnosa, and it's also to rely on an ace. You can't rely on a miracle. Even the greatest tzaddikim, even the, the others and the imois didn't rely on an ace. Or not, not an ace. You can't rely on a miracle. And therefore for, for parnosa also, one can't rely on a miracle and say, well, Hashem is just going to provide me and send for me. You can't do that. You have to, to, to go out and work for a parnosa. That's part of the Pusik 
as the Pasuk says, And even Rav Nairoi, who said that Amy Maniach, that Maniach and he called him and Amy Maniach Malamad is B'ni Torah, I'm only teaching my Torah, he only meant that for a finite amount of time. Ramosha says what he was saying is that I need my son to be well-founded, well-established and firm and knowledgeable in Torah. And therefore I can't allow myself at an early stage in his life to start teaching him an omnis. That's what he meant to say. That Bani, while he's my son under my care, my charge, that's not the time where I'm going to teach him an omnis of profession. First, I must teach him Torah. He must be well-grounded in a life of Torah. Other than that, it's impossible. He's never going to be able to remain a Ben Torah. Ramesha says what Rav Naray meant is that at a certain point in time, then I could start teaching him a profession. That's point number one. That even Rav Naray agrees with that. He says more than that. That Rav Naray also, he says, gam umnis because and therefore he says he, he needs also that idea of establishing a, uh, a foundation in, in Torah. But then Ramesha says as follows, since that's the fact that even Tzadikim and Gedolim is even great people who sort of we would expect a miracle to occur with them. But they're not allowed to be they can't rely on a miracle. He says, all the more so Anan Yasmi the Yasmi. We're already the bottom of the barrel in terms of the generations of great people. And therefore, a person, it's not a sin to look for a profession that is easier and that would seem to earn more money. Even though, says Ramesh, even though a person must believe, a person must believe that a Kodesh certainly could, could make a person even wealthy from any profession in the world. Like the Gemara says, Ananias poverty doesn't come from the profession. In other words, you could have a person who, in terms of the profession that he chose, doesn't seem from a Derek Hateva standpoint that he would be raking in the dough. Nonetheless, we have to believe that it absolutely could be so. But he has to have the schus for that. And even more so, the way I understand Ramesh's. He has to have the schus by being in a profession that, naturally speaking, doesn't really earn great wealth. The person has to have that schus that all the, that even so, he still will earn a lot of wealth even by having such a profession. But says Ramesh, that's dependent on the person's schus. And... Maybe he's not In other words, a person doesn't know, will he have that great schus that even if he chooses a very simple and easy stay-at-home job, he'll have the schus to earn the same as, let's say, we'll call it just for argument's sake, 
a top lawyer in a New York firm office. A person couldn't, certainly could earn the same amount, but he has to have the schus. And since the person doesn't know if he has that schus, therefore, says Ramesha, since he doesn't know that, therefore it's, he is allowed to try to choose a profession which indeed, Bederachateva, will earn a greater salary, a greater amount of money. Avalieda, but a person has to know that's just his choice. That's just to decide to choose what he will do. And he can choo- choose to decide, I think if that makes more money and I want to make more money, he's allowed to do that. Avalieda, Shekol Masha Yaviachacher Koladvarim, Vahashtadlus, Shoisa. But a person has to know that whatever he earns, all the profit, after all of the decisions and all of the effort that he does, he has to know it's Rach Me'ashem Yisborach. It's all coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hanoisir Koyach Lasis Koyal. This passage we mentioned before, the passage in the that says, Hihu Hanoisim Lecha Koyach Lasis Koyal. As the Targum says, Shanoisim Lecha Eitzah, that Hashem is the one that gives the advice to buy this, to do that. No matter what he's going to end up doing, even the fact that he thinks that he wants to make more money, and therefore he chooses such a profession, which in the world does make more money, he has to understand that too is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Ramesha says. So, in how it really could stim with this Chavis Avavis is, that the Chavis Avavis is talking about sort of a uh, we'll call it a perfect world. But in other words, in the way it should be, is that the person should choose the profession that speaks to him, speaks to his strengths, speaks to his heart, what he likes to do. And indeed, he has to have the amuna that the Parnassah will come no matter what, how much he's going to make, he's going to make anyway. The same is true even Ramesh is saying. The Chavazov is saying, but stick with it. He's saying, stick with it. Again, if it's a job that a person likes and that a person is good at, he should stick with it, both in the good times and the bad times. Ramesh is adding a point that I think does work in tandem with the Chavis of Abbas, and that is that if a person does want to make a certain salary, then he's allowed to choose from something that Bader Chateva in the world would make that. Why? Because he doesn't know if he has the schus of if let's say him choosing a very simplified, easy type of malacha, type of profession, if he has the schus that even with all of that, still he will earn the same salary that a someone who uh, would earn more. That's what Ramesh writes in this tshuva. Let me just, it's light. So let me just end with another tshuva, Ramesh. You know, no. It's already we're past the 15 minutes. Mitzvah tomorrow night, there's an additional tshuva, a tshuva that was written much later. This first tshuva was written in Tov Shin Chovdal. It's about 1964, roughly. And there's another tshuva written in Tov Shin Membeis in roughly 1982. So about 20 years later, Ramesh wrote another tshuva on this topic. And Mitzvah tomorrow night, we'll discuss it and then finish off what the Chavah says here in Peregim.